Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about influence on the Internet and how it relates to foreign policy and how that relates to recent news uh, concerning social media platforms and the U.S. stance towards them. Uh, recently, we talked about how there is, there is a large push to basically get rid of TikTok in the U.S. And I used the term influence operation. And a whole bunch of messages came in asking what one was, in essence. And here's the thing. When you are talking about influence operations on social media, you're way overcomplicating it. Okay, Don't think of it as spy stuff. It is, but don't think of it that way. It's marketing. It's advertising. Nothing more. That's all it is. And it's incredibly effective. Let me give you an example of how it can work. Let's say your target country has a, a permanent underclass. A group of people who are not treated fairly. They are treated unfairly economically. They are treated unfairly with, by the criminal justice system, by state security, they are an underclass. That demographic, that underclass of people and their allies, they will always have an organic movement striving for change, striving for justice, striving for things to be fair, because people like things to be fair, most people anyway. So that organic movement exists in your target country. An influence operation, a successful one, would be to just amplify them. On social media, you amplify their message so they get more people. As that movement grows, it's capable of disrupting the status quo in that country. When you're talking about foreign policy, remember status quo is stability. Stability is good. Okay, Because you're not actually, as the person running an influence operation, you don't care about morality or ideology or any of that. It's about power because it's about foreign policy. So you amplify that message. You help that movement grow. You get that, that movement out there and into the streets. Now, since, again, you don't care about morality or ideology, you don't care about social change, what would be really smart to do at the same time? Amplify their opposition. You amplify their opposition, so you create a very polarized topic. You create disunity in your target country. You create us versus them mentality, and it, it sows discord, right? If that happens, that country is not as capable of responding to things on the international scene. So, if you were hypothetically preparing to manufacture a pretext to invade a neighboring country, you might do that. If somebody did this, if a nation did this to the United States, what would it look like? The summer of Black Lives Matter. Because it happened. It happened. Now, what does this mean? Does this mean that the movement of Black Lives Matter, that it was a Russian propaganda effort? No, it was organic. And that movement, while there were 
formalized structures. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. ...that were called BLM, the movement as a whole was decentralized. Despite some headlines from the time, you, you can't co-opt a decentralized movement like that. They amplified both sides, created disunity, and basically weakened the U.S.'s ability to respond on the international scene. That's how an influence operation works. Now, just to be clear, the United States does this all the time. The U.S. does it to other countries all the time. I am of the firm belief that the only reason the United States always stops one step short of helping the Kurdish people gain independence is because the Kurdish people are spread out across a number of hotspot countries, which means they always have that organic movement that they can tap into. So, that's, that's how they run. It's advertising. Nothing more. Can... Can TikTok do this? Yeah, it's kind of the perfect platform to do it, really. Um, yes, it can be used to do that because all they have to do is amplify whatever message they want. Every third or fourth video you see is something amplifying that message, getting it into the political discussion and creating that division. Or perhaps the alternative to this is to feed into a narrative that undermines U.S. national security from a different perspective. Say, feeding into conspiracy theories, telling people to not take preventative measures during the middle of a pandemic. Um, or feeding into conspiracy theories that undermine faith in the election system. This is how they would be used, and maybe have been. Um, one of the important things to note from this is rather than looking at it and saying, oh, well, this, this demographic, they can be exploited. Why can they be exploited? Because they're not treated fairly. It's organic. They have a legitimate concern. So they, they can be exploited by a foreign intelligence service. The easy fix here is not to start locking down that demographic and, and putting them under tighter security or getting rid of social media platforms that could be used to do that or anything like that. The easy fix here is to fix the inequality. If you treat them fairly, they're no longer an easily exploitable force. Yes, racial justice in the United States is a matter of national security. That, that should be the takeaway. Um, so given that TikTok is the perfect platform to do this, and it's not really that hard because all you're doing is controlling the algorithm to create what appears to be a viral messaging uh, of a topic, 
U.S. counterintelligence does have a legitimate concern about this. They really do. Uh, I personally think they're going about it the wrong way. To me, the solution is fix the problem, fix the thing that can be exploited, not constantly try to play goalie and stop people from reaching them. Um, so when people talk about influence operations, think of it in terms of Coca-Cola and Pepsi, not in terms of cameras and trench coats. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.